And good evening, everyone. Welcome to Analytical Concepts, the podcast. So tonight, we will uh, be discussing a couple of things, but right off the rip, let's get it out the way. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, um, I'm not going to talk about Will, Jada, Chris Rock. I'll leave that to the experts. But, uh, uh, let me just say this. So, the Cleveland Browns traded for Deshaun Watson. For those of you who are in the know, you know. And for those of you who don't know, Deshaun Watson was accused of inappropriate things with massage therapists. Now, not one, but two grand juries came back with a innocent verdict so there's still a civil suit that is uh that's pending for 22 people 22 women are going after deshaun watson now people will say well geez man why like why does he need so many massage therapists athletes are very particular about this that and the third but the thing that you overlook is kind of like the same thing that you overlook with story. If you go back to that, was that there's always a piece of evidence that the NFL doesn't want you to hear. Excuse me as I take a sip. Um, so if you go back to the beginning of this. It was 22 women that came out and said, oh, man, you know, he did this, he did that. Basically, he's looking for a happy ending. And sometimes he got his happy ending, according to the women. And before we go any further, let me just say this. This is not to denounce what the women are claiming. This is not to defame anybody, because that's not what I'm about. And that's not what this uh, that's not what this uh, platform is about. Anyone that's affiliated with analytical concepts will tell you. We're not on that time, but the type of time that we are on is um, you. You look back at the timeline. Deshaun Watson got a deal. He got a you know he got an extension, a big extension. But then, with the extension came the loss of his best wide receiver and a head coach, and the players around him, you know, were disappearing, and management was making sure, hey. You got the extension, so you're going to be the guy. Excuse me. But Deshaun was like, nah, this ain't really for me, man. You know, I want to get out of here. I want to trade. And then all of a sudden, because he's, you know, it sounds really improbable, but it, it just seems too coincidental that the moment he asked for a trade, this pops up, the allegations. So, fast forward, he gets traded to the Cleveland Browns. And the city of Cleveland decides that 
we need to put money into the rape crisis center. So, no one mentioned rape. The man's been proven innocent, not by one grand jury, but two. Also, you go back to his four years at Clemson, when his his college head coach at Clemson, Dabo Sweeney, was asked about Deshaun Watson. Now, this is a white guy. He could have easily said, well, I knew this dude was a deviant from the time I looked at him, or I knew there was something off with him. No, he said, I've never had a problem with Deshaun. No one on, no one on the campus ever had a problem with Deshaun. In fact, he was a sterling example of what a young man should be. So, Andre Johnson, former uh, Texans wide receiver and Tennessee Titan receiver, was on, if I'm correct, I am the athlete, if I'm correct. And he, they were asking him about the whole Deshaun Watson thing, and he said, that's just how Houston does people. When you want out, they make sure that you can't get out. So... It always makes me wonder when you get these kind of cases, like, damn, some of them be like, yeah, you can believe it. But then there's other cases that you just, you got to look at it and shake your head like, nah, that can't, nah, that can't be life. But it is. And, um, you know, his press conference, someone mentioned, he, you know, are you going to see counseling? And he, Deshaun Watson answered it perfectly. He said, for what? I haven't done anything. Now, people want to paint the picture of this guy as, as this bad dude. And sometimes you can just get a feeling about a person and say, what they're accusing him of is not in his character. But yet people still want to hop on. He did this, he did that. All I can say is, you know, I wish that I wish that young brother the best. Um, I hope he's able to clear his name and get his name cleaned up again. So it's no longer sullied by allegations and accusations. Because it's just not a good look. But what's a good look is um, J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith did a. An interview on I Am The Athlete. And he's discussing a lot of the things that we discuss on our uh, live at Analytical Concepts. That is analytical underscore concepts on Instagram. And he was talking about, at one point in the interview, he said, I got 250, you got 250, they got 250, you got 250. And it was about five or six, in 250 meaning $250,000. He said, with that, we could feed the communities 10 times over. So, he's saying something that really is important because, like he said, at one point he was in a strip club spending 60 grand. You've made $100 million in your career. And, you know, when you're young, you you think that you're always going to have it. But when you don't invest wisely, like a lot of us, Yours, yours included, because I got I got to put myself in there. When you don't invest wisely, you're not thinking about down the road of your future. 
And especially when you're at, you're an athlete and you're getting about three or four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, whatever, ten million a year, going to the club and popping bottles with your boys, spending sixty G's on girls. At the time, it's like, hey, it's cool. But then when you get older and you realize, damn, I didn't need that $89,000 necklace. I didn't need that uh, $300,000 car that I'm only going to drive here and there and then watch it depreciate in value. When, you know, you can say, you could have said, damn, I should let me go invest in Jalen Rose's charter school. Let me go invest in LeBron school. Let me go invest in the neighborhoods that I like in this for the teams that I play for. Let me, you know, let me just start some charity work and do some things. Now, I'm just saying everybody's not built that way. But when you have that moment of clarity and you're in your right frame of mind, you're feeling sober because you're drunk off of bad spending. And um, hold on. And that's why you see a lot of athletes, retired athletes, struggling because if they don't owe back taxes, then they then basically they owe their creditors a ton of money because they, they weren't paying the bills. And for a lot of guys, it's about maintaining maintaining an image. It's that image of because I'm making this money. I'm going to get that house like I saw on MTV Cribs when I was a youngin. It's about having a whole garage full of cars. You can only drive them one at a time. Then you got your boys. Some of them are bloodsuckers and others are, are just straight up die hard and going and going hard for you. So the money's never invested fully until one day they say, hey, man, you know what? I can't take this bullshit no more. I just can't. I can't live like this. I can't live with knowing that I could have changed somebody's life if I had just invested my money wisely. Now, the goal is for you and your for you to set up generational wealth. And a lot of young men don't understand that and young women don't understand that because a lot of them were never shown that. I, for one came from a household where I had a, I had a decision to make. Excuse me. And my father always told me before, you know, take a couple of dollars out your pocket, then pay your bills. And I realized that was never the right thing to do because you're not, you're not really investing your money or even taking care of your credit, which is a big, which is a, an important thing. So the point of it is, is that people can't invest in things unless they get somebody else but when you have the means to do it by yourself because you can be looking at this rental property after it's all said and done probably looking at about half a million or you know about that sometimes and you got to know you know that you're you know you got to know what the the rate is for uh, for rent but that's neither here nor there but the actual investment comes in when you start to see gentrification taking place in your neighborhood, that's when you start figuring out, hey, man, my guy got this uh, this restaurant. My homegirl got this hair salon. My other homegirl 
is a seamstress. So she got her own. She has her own tailor shop. Uh, my man over here makes the finest threads. He shit, he got his own apparel line. You see what I'm saying? Is that you can invest in that, and you're gonna you're gonna keep the black dollar in the neighborhood. Two, by doing that, there's not there won't be enough room for outsiders to come in and set up shop. If they come in, that means they want to see you because you're you have a good or product that they want. So, when you get that kind of money, if you ever live, get that kind of money, ask yourself, what is it that my family needs? Not so much a want, a need. And one of the things that you should do for them is, especially with the way uh, the currency is going, set up a crypto account. Set up a, a, a Robinhood account and, and get commodities. These are all things that are in my future and things I plan on doing. The actual thing about it is when, you know, like I said, listen to that J.R. Smith interview. I was taken back because people think the guy's a dummy. Oh, he smokes weed and he drinks. I know a lot of y'all who, who, uh, who smoke weed and drink. And you need to invest, like I said, in order to invest in your community, you got to know the uh, demographic that you're trying to sell to. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Because if you sit, if you think about it, once you understand the demographic, the better off you'll be. So that investment, oh, we, we've talked about this on the uh, live podcast, that in order to survive this, you're going to have to look outside of your norm, outside of the box. Black folks are relating to crypto because they're studying Forex trading. They're studying this, this they're keeping an eye on the stock market. So they're learning when to sell and buy or just hold it. They don't care if it's a bull market or a bear market. But they're looking to get that money. So crypto is going to, in my opinion, it's not going to just level the playing field. It's going to allow us to dominate the playing field and take back what it, what has been taken from us. But we're at the 15-minute mark and got to pay the bills. So if you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Also, this is episode two of season two of Analytical Concepts, the podcast. Um... You see a lot of, here's the thing too, you see a lot of young rappers, like a lot of these rappers, that they're, they're not dumb. They understand I'm using this music as a tool to buy, like to basically have a business of my own so I can call the shots. Also, they set some of these businesses up, well, depending on what kind of businesses it is. 
they either setting up shop in the community or if it's a construction company, you might have to go outside of your community because you need the room for your equipment, et cetera, et cetera. So guys are hip to this now. Young men are hip. And we don't really know if these guys, are, how, much, how much they're worth. They could probably be worth a billion because they're able, they got the money to actually buy the, the more expensive Bitcoin. So these guys are probably sitting on multi-million dollars of money. In some cases, you wouldn't know because they're so low-key. All their music careers are already ended, but people are still listening to their music kind of like, uh, you know, um, uh, the music being syndication or like a rerun. So they're getting paid. But like I said, they understand the game. and They understand the landscape. Where a lot of older folks are still hung up on, in some like, well, a bank. A, a regular bank is okay, but they, t- they, they really fuck with your money. They really mess with your money. So I was always told, go to a credit union. Because you can, it's easier for you to get a loan. The interest, late, uh, interest rates are lower. And, you, you know, and also you get, it's like you get better service. It's kind of like get you know when you get out of the range of the Wi-Fi, your phone starts glitching and acting stupid. So going to me going to the bank, it is what it is. But um, but I'm gonna kind of like look and I, and I know like I said we weren't gonna talk about it, but. You know, my cousin today hit me up, asked me if I saw all that shit. And I was like, I don't, I don't watch the Oscars. But he was like, yo, man, Will's a straight sucker. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I, I saw you know, I, I saw a lot of comments. And I was like, damn, you know, you got to look at it from both sides. Chris Rock was doing what Chris Rock does. And that's roast people. He's a comedian. But there's a rule, though. Women and children, your family, off limits. So during pre-production, you know, people can't, you know, the, the powers that be talked to Chris Rock was like, look, this is what you can say and what you can't say. But Chris Rock was like, probably like, all right, cool. But said, now nah, I'm going to go off range and just go off the script and say what I want to say. Now, people, uh, uh, you know, there's people that call Will a sucker. There's other people that call him a hero. Now, people say the slap was fake. It's, a, it's, a, it's another distraction. Okay, I see where y'all are coming from because, you know, that's what they usually do, the government will do before they uh, hit you with a wave or something. But, um, you know, people saying that it was a sissy slap, this, that, and the third. But if, if it wasn't serious, then the LAPD wouldn't have been called. I'm not really hip to all that sh- all that stuff, but I was just there for the comments. And a lot of the comments were funny. You know, people saying, Chris can never go home again. A lot of people were like, yeah, you know what? Will and Jada might be open and it might be public, but at the same time, leave her name out your mouth. 
you don't also also you're not looking at the standpoint and this is just for the average everyday guy not just an actor you can only you you know you could only have the patience of a chopping block before you fucking crack and you say fuck it you know what i mean and you figure dude's been dude's been uh you know getting ragged on for some years now but also people say well why didn't he take why didn't he have that energy for Tupac and all that other shit and I'm like well you know what maybe Will can really fight maybe Will can really throw it down maybe he was just like yo I don't want to get to that point but when you walk up to another man with an open hand slap that's the most disrespectful thing you can do to a guy but Allow me to digress. As I was saying, invest in your neighborhoods, invest in yourselves. Take that time out to teach yourself, like to teach yourself about financial literacy. Um, take the time out to rap to the young kids. You know, our our you know younger generation. Some of them are really really astute and know what's going on with crypto, the stock market, and some of them give, can give you some solid advice. So, we got to give the younger folks a, a chance to get their feet wet. Because, like I, as I just stated, they're tech savvy. They know how to do a ton of things. And, that's, and the reason why they are the way they are is because when nobody believed in them, they invested in themselves. The reason why they don't walk away because they have too much vested. So think about that. Think about how, you know, I just had it right on the tip of my tongue. But anyway, some of the things that you, some of the things we got to do, and I said, you know, I said it on the, on the podcast, Sean is said it on the podcast, that we are the only ones that can't get along. We can't sit there and see the greater goal of Going, going for the gold. And going for that gold, that means you got to let go of the old shit. You may not like your boy Tyrone or Sammy or Hector, whatever the case may be. You got to come together and just say, hey, fuck it, we're going to get paid. And the whole thing about that is, is that last night, yo, two men could have, you know, it easily could have been squashed quickly if one says, hey, after the show, I got to talk to you. But, you know, but when it comes down to investing in your neighborhood, you got to have that same energy that you have when your favorite uh, rapper is dropping another crappy ass album. So, my good people. Also, you know, but before I leave, I want to say, you know, the Deshaun Watson thing. While we're sitting here talking about that, do people realize that they wanted a guy who was being investigated for rape allegations? 
y'all voted for Donald Trump. So why is it that you can let this guy stay in for four years, but you can't, you can't unsuspend a, a basketball player, a young, well, like I said, damn, I just had it, I just lost it, man. I'm fading out here, but um, you can't suspend a guy based on um, on something that he didn't do. And Deshaun Watson was proven innocent. Donald Trump was accused of some real, you know, raping young girls, you know, the whole thing about grabbing by the pussy, walking in on those young girls at the pageant, talking about it's in his place so he can do what he wants to do. That's a level of arrogance that when we see it, some people just be like, shit, it's a man's world. But yeah, man, you know, I get it, you know, being all manly and shit like that and just confident. But... You can't violate somebody's rights by grabbing them. That shit ain't cool. Now, like I said, now, all, you know, Deshaun Watson is innocent. Proven innocent. Let the guy play. Don't suspend him. Because that's what, the, but that's the thing. Because it's a brother, people don't want to hear that shit. But Ben Roethlisberger, it was talked about for maybe a couple of months, and then it was done. So now we sit here and just hopefully we wait to see if he's going to be suspended, or is he going to be able to play this season? Or is he going to be suspended for a couple of games and... Wait, and it's a wait and see type of thing. Well, um, my good people, I'm out of here. I'll see you all uh, on the live where we will be discussing this in, in further detail. I want to get the opinions of of my crew. But anyway, good peoples, um, it's been real. I want to thank anyone that's going that has been listening and supporting this podcast. It's greatly appreciated. And anyone that's been coming onto our lives that listens to to the podcast, I really appreciate you all too. And on the final note. I'm going to read a little something to you. I got to find it first. So I want you all to hear this. My own words. Um, I got to find it first. Hold on one second. So I'm going to leave you off. I'm going to leave you all with, with this. People fell in love with Breonna Boxdale until we all cried over Breonna Taylor. The wire was all entertainment until our mothers, fathers, aunties, uncles, etc., 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 were out looking for the new Amsterdam. We saw people go from Marlowe Stansfield to Franklin State, fighting over the law over them corners. Remember, if you shoot to kill, you're still killing the shooter. The perpetual nature of the hood, aka the urban sprawl, looks different only because the players are new. 
but the rules and fools of the game haven't changed. Those are my words, my thoughts on a lot of things that we uh, see going on in our community on a day-to-day basis, and it hasn't gotten any better for us. What is left of the middle class is far and few in between. So, when you hear the word invest, we're not talking about crypto. You can even invest in stocks and bonds, the commodities. And because a lot of folks are kind of standoffish and don't want to hear about, well, I can't see my money. I know I got to touch it. If I can't touch it, I don't want to do nothing. And I get it. But you don't have to sit there and keep, you, can, you don't have to keep the money there. You can easily take all your money out if you get into it. But the point of it is, is that you begin to invest in yourself. People in the, in the neighborhood begin to invest in the neighborhood. Everything goes hand in hand. So when you get those investments, we get a chance to invest, I should say. Sit. Take other people. Sit. As I was saying, take that time to check, you know, to look around, see the type of crowd you're with, the people that you run with, because if they're not on the same time as you, they're not going to want to invest. And I know I said I was going to get off this thing, but something just struck me, too, because we're talking about investments. We talked a little bit about Deshaun Watson. Uh, Will and Jada and all that shit, but um, when you um, when you're learning about crypto, I always like I'm learning about it, so I'm not quick to jump, like not so quick yet, just to invest in. But I'm seeing how it's going to level the playing field because we're we're still fighting over uh, really thirteen percent. The 1% have 87, almost 88% of everything in this country. So at least between 13 and 12% that we're fighting over. So imagine this. Imagine that 20 million black folk, well, melanated brothers and sisters in this country decide to say, I'm going to buy, I'm going to invest in Bitcoin. And let's say all you can afford out of the Bitcoin, the big one, is let's see because I can break it down for you because I got the app on my my other phone which makes it real easy because you can look at it and see what you how much money you can actually put into buying Bitcoin now there's alternate coins that you can actually buy that are really cheap but the thing is is that be patient with it because it's going to dip, it's going to it's going to go up, it's going to go down. So now Bitcoin itself is going for $47,823. So on the app that I have which is crypto.com. You go on there, you see what it is. US dollars, 400 I mean it's $47,814.36 and it's up 1.87%. So the market cap is $903.5 billion. Now the 24-hour volume of that is $35.94 billion. And it's, number, it's, the, it's the number one ranked Bitcoin. So now 
you go click on you click on how much you want to buy so really so for one little piece of bitcoin 0 0.01 equals to 479 dollars so now when you go into this and you clear it out 0 0.00000002 it only equals to one one cent. And when you go to zero point zero zero two, now you're up to nine dollars and fifty five cents, because this is the most expensive one. So basically, you spend nine dollars and fifty five cents. So let's say this thing bumps up to the value of it starts going up to like a million dollars, and you own really this small percentage of the Bitcoin, right? At nine dollars and fifty-five cents, and you only have that many coins, it's not going to really good do any good for you. But if you go into it with, um, here's a uh, Ethereum. This is the name of a Bitcoin. And and actually, let me get out of here and go into the. This is a market cap of four hundred and five point four billion. Now it's circulating. It's a, this is a circulating. Now the return investment, the ROI, this is what you need to look at, is $119,080. So your return on investment is 0.39%. Uh, so you're really not, you know, you, you can get some money. You can, you can get money off of this, but it's like, it's like with anything that you do with investments. You have to be patient with it, and you have to watch the ebb and flow. And the best time to buy is when it, when it's dipping. And this is the number two ranked Bitcoin in the world. Tether. Here's another one. In fact, I should have just, damn, I should have went in there and seen how much it was to buy one. Now, Tether is at $81.4 billion market cap. Uh, the ROI on this one is plus 0.04%. Which okay, so now you go into this, to this. You want to go buy this Bitcoin. So it's one, if you buy one hundred coins, it's one hundred U.S. dollars. So this is more or less about this one right here is, uh, is down a point. That's up to that's uh, up zero point zero one percent. Now the USD coin. Believe it or not, people are saying that the U.S. dollar is on the decline, but this is but this is why it's going into. Excuse me, as I take a sip. But they but they're investing in Bitcoin as well. Don't be fooled. Now it, it's been dropping, but this is a good time to jump in and buy it, because it, it's going to eventually go up. This is another one where you put in. $100, you get 100 coins, you spend $100. So imagine when this goes up to, for per coin, up to maybe $2 a, a, a pop. Two times 100 is what? Do the math. So it might not be what you were expecting, but... It's done. Good job. It might not be what you're expecting as far as the ROI, but just sit tight. 
because like i said there's other there's bitcoin there's other alternate coins and you look at, if you scroll down because in fact you get a chance to pick your favorite coins this she shiba in you now this is one of the more uh popular ones because of out of the alt coins but this has a good market cap of 15.14 billion and the uh ROI on this one is 100 uh shit 17,100 uh 153,000 if i'm reading that correctly um so like I said, it sounds a little boring, but think about this. At you can if you buy two 2.1 million coins, it's only going to cost you $60.46. So imagine when it, when it starts to go up. That means what you put into it is going to quadruple all that shit. Oh, your money, you're going to get a you're going to get a large ROI back. So at the end of the day, you got to start investing in, in what you, you know, investing in some certain things that you don't know much about, but take the time to learn it, study it. If I didn't explain it well enough, ask somebody that, that really knows and can help you out with it better. I'm not a financial advisor. Like I said, I'm still learning about how this stuff works. And the fact that it's not regulated means you can't get taxed on it. Like, the U.S. dollar itself is regulated, so of course they're going to tax you. They're going to tax you like crazy, but here they can't tax you. You don't even have to report this shit to the IRS, even though they say they ask. Well, have you? Uh, if you get a tax lawyer, a tax lawyer will ask you, "Do you have any stocks, bonds, etc., cetera, etc.?" Cetera, because they can tax you on that, because you're with you know, you're hold you're involved in. In the federal trading uh, business. So. Do your, do, do your due diligence. Do your homework on it. And make sure it's for you. And it might not be Bitcoin. It could just be the actual commodities. And there's nothing wrong with having those commodities. So. You got to. Like I said. You got to pick and choose. Which. Which. You know. Which avenue you want to go. Some people are really cool in using, you know, going both, doing both because now they're, they're diversifying their portfolio. You know, but on that note, I, um, <sighs> so I, there's a saying that I like, it's called Aventus Thorum Magister. Now it means action action or the experience is the teacher of fools so we can be foolish but it's it's going to eventually that foolishness is going to teach us a lesson so i'm quickly learning and understanding that you need to be able to take the time to really invest in yourself invest in your future because especially like with with what i'm doing You know, a podcast, everyone be like, man, a podcast, anybody can do a podcast. But if you're passionate about it, you're going to take the time to do your homework, write your notes if you have to write notes, or find a topic that you know you can talk about. And don't be afraid if it's something sports related. Don't be afraid if it's 
about education and so on and so forth. The simple fact that you want to get up there and do it, do it. People will sit there and get and just like try to de- try to deter you from doing a podcast, doing something that makes you happy. But um that this is it. This is my last this is the time for me to go. <laughs> I hope you enjoy this one. And uh have a good day. And I'll see you on the next podcast.